a cat is involved in a multi-state custody battle, a drug factory in space has been denied re-entry into Earth, and an anti-glasses influencer says she can fix your vision holistically. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. We cat is at the center of a custody battle. Yeah, that's right, guys. I'm doing a story about a cat. I do as many cat and dog stories as I possibly can because they get twice as many downloads because people just love cat and dog stories. I shouldn't even do comedy, just post cat videos. That's how you go viral. Everybody knows that. For this story, we have a black and white male tuxedo cat. It's at the center of a custody battle after it turned up in a new state after going missing. The cat was brought to Five Points Animal Hospital in North Carolina after he was found outside a few weeks ago. Veterinarians scanned the cat for a microchip and discovered Carol Holmes. Carol Holmes lives in Kansas. Carol's the original owner of this cat. She told the news that her cat, who she named Bob, had run away about 10 years ago when he had mistakenly gone outside. Well, that was around the same time that Alexandra found this cat. She found Bob and renamed Bob Maui. Bob's like, pretty cool. I hated the name Bob. Maui's way cooler than Bob. Uh, where did Alexandra find Bob? Well, it was outside her property in Kansas, so a completely different state. Alexandra said she rescued the cat and has been taking care of him ever since. When she and her family moved to North Carolina, she took him with them. So she then went back to North Carolina, coincidentally, with Bob, who's now known as Maui. She told the news that she didn't know that the cat was microchipped. Well, if you find a stray cat lady, take it to a vet and see if it's microchipped. That's like step number one. I don't even own a cat, and I know that that's how you do it. That just seems like the first step. Find out whose it is. Just taking in cats? I mean, at this point, you're kind of kidnapping the cat. Also known as catnapping. Right? No, catnapping something else. I thought I could get clever, guys, but I'm just looking more and more dumb as the story goes on. Okay, so it says here, a uh, very complicated situation. Both Carol, the original owner, and Alexandra claim ownership of this cat, Bob slash Maui. And then it apparently went to court. These things go to court? I'm astounded by that. And on Monday, the county attorney's office and Wake County Animal Center deliberated over the situation. And they came to a decision. They decided that the cat, Bob slash Maui, should be returned to the original owner, Carol. So I guess, in a sense, they decided that the cat's real name is Bob. That's probably not too pleased about that cat was like, oh man, I finally got a cool name. All my friends thought I was cool. Now I got to go back to Bob. Oh, it's so horrible. Okay, so we have a statement from the Animal Center. They say, quote, Miss Holmes, the original owner, has confirmed that she is the cat's owner, that she had no intention to abandon the cat when it disappeared from her property, that she wishes to reclaim the cat, and that she has the means to make arrangements for the cat to be transported back to her home in Kansas. All right, that's the end of the story. So apparently uh, you can have custody battles over animals and pets and whatnot. I didn't, was unaware of that. And uh, it doesn't say how much of the community resources were spent in deciding who owns the cat. <laughs> I thought that was important information. You want to know how many, how many community 
bucks are being spent deciding who owns the cat. No one cares, though. I mean, you could spend all the community resources on animals, and no one seems to complain about that. We step over homeless people, but, I mean, we'll spend all this money to find a home for a dog in the U.S., it seems. That's just my opinion? I, I mean, I, you know, I, that's just from what I witnessed. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. A space drug factory was denied re-entry to Earth. The U.S. Air Force denied a request from Varda Space Industries to land its in-space manufacturing capsule at a training facility in Utah with the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration not granting the company permission to re-enter Earth's atmosphere, leaving its spacecraft hanging in space as the company scrambles to find a solution. Apparently, they're making drugs in space. I didn't know about these space drugs, man. I want to try the space drugs. Why can't we allow the space drugs to come here, man? Bring them in. They're probably expensive drugs, but might be worth it. They're space drugs. Who knows what space drugs might be like? We have a spokesperson person from the Federal Aviation Administration who told the media in a statement that the company's request was not granted at this time due to the overall safety, risk, and impact analysis. <laughs> Sounds to me like they got some good shit up there in that drug factory that uh, the FAA isn't allowing it to enter. Nope, no, nope, we think those drugs aren't safe. Or maybe we want those drugs that are unsafe. Let's let you let the citizens decide. All right, you're not going to tell us whether or not we can, we can or cannot take those space drugs. Just like you're not going to tell us what we can and cannot do with the aliens that kidnap us, okay? This is up to us. We're going to open our arms to everything in space if it's up to us, I believe. Now, the media reached out to the company that's making the drugs, Varda Space. They got the drug factory up there. They asked for a statement, and the company responded with a two-word email that said, no comment, so they're not going to talk about their space drug facility. Now, a little history about this space drug factory. The Varda Space launched its spacecraft on board a Falcon 9 rocket on June 12th. You guys know about the Falcon 9 rocket. It's a pretty sweet rocket. If you're going to launch your drug factory into space, you probably want to get yourself a Falcon 9 the 264-pound capsules designed to manufacture products in a microgravity environment and transport them back to Earth, a.k.a. manufacture drugs in microgravity and then bring them back to Earth. On June 30th, its first drug manufacturing experiment succeeded in growing some crystals. Ooh, crystals! Tell us more. They grew crystals of a drug called ritonavir. Ritonavir? Ritonavir. Ritonavir. Ritonavir, I think I got it. It's apparently used for the treatment of HIV. They were making these crystals in orbit. Well, they're making HIV drugs, which, which sound helpful to me and uh, pretty useful on Earth. How about we get this uh, drug factory back to Earth? Seem like they want to contribute. You know, they're not up there making meth in space. Space meth! Oh my goodness, what could that be like? Space meth, space meth. If you guys want to really travel the speed of light, get yourself some space meth. Now you're probably wondering, why make drugs in space? Well, apparently the microgravity environment provides some benefits that could make for better production of drugs in space. Overall reducing gravity-induced effects. Protein crystals made in space form larger and more perfect crystals than those created on Earth. Oh, don't tell the meth labs on Earth about this. Because they, you know, that's the goal of making meth. You want the perfect crystals. Well, apparently you can make the perfect crystals in space because of the reduced gravity effects. I had no idea. Look at what we're learning, guys. I should have began this story with, It's the sound of science making drugs in 
space, science. Now, rounding out the article, it remains to be seen how long this drug manufacturing capsule is going to be stuck out in Earth's orbit. It says here, Varda's in-space manufacturing capsule is a byproduct of a growing space industry, which grants easier access to low Earth orbits. The current regulatory debacle is also the result of a young space industry, one in which proper regulations of spacecraft are still taking shape at this point in time. All right, well, I, I mean, I can't remember if I said this capsule in space was unmanned. I'm going to assume it is, and that's why they're not allowing it back in. If there was people on board the drug manufacturing capsule, obviously they'd have to let it back in because, I mean, you got to let people back home, right? You can't just keep them up there like that. And uh, as the article said in the last paragraph, you know, this is a very young space industry. We're just kind of figuring this out. We got space stations up there. We got people going up there for tourism. And apparently we got we got meth labs up in space, so we're going to at some point. And we'll just have to figure all this out as we go. Um, I'm just trying to get Weird AF News up into space, so I don't know if you guys have any um, any connections with NASA or the FAA, but if you could help me out, that'd be pretty cool. If I could be the first podcast up in space, that'd be pretty dope. Uh, I'd be into it. So hit me up, 646-450-2012. You just tell me what I got to do, all right? Do I got to put on a helmet? I'll do it. Yay! An anti-glasses influencer says she can show you how to fix your vision without glasses. She's an anti-glasses influencer. <laughs> Nothing makes me trust you less than adding influencer to your title. But uh, I don't want to prejudge. Maybe she's got some points here. A Canadian wellness influencer has gone viral for claiming doctors who have recommended glasses or even recommended contact lenses for your bad eyesight are lying to you. She says, you don't need these things. You can heal your eyes using simple, holistic, multidimensional healings. Oh, my God. Multidimensionals. What happens? You pop out your eyeballs and pass them through a machine that puts them through the fifth dimension. Pop them back in. You're good to go. She claims these methods are backed by science. I find it hard to believe. Nothing holistic is really backed by science these days, it seems. Anyway, she tells you the doctors are lying when they recommend glasses. And I don't know if I believe that. I mean, I have firsthand experience getting some help seeing you know we all have you know we've been doing it for hundreds and hundreds of years you know it's like uh, hey everything's blurry doctor prescribes glasses everything is crystal clear and now you have someone going lies lies they're all lies no no i have the glasses on everything seems to be clear oh it's just your imagination these are lies we have here a self-proclaimed holistic coach named samantha lotus whose website and social media posts are private Samantha's offering an $11 class to teach those with bad eyesight how to see again. <laughs> oh, no, don't do it, guys. Don't, pen, don't spend the $11 to, to let her tell you that you can see perfectly again by eating a bunch of carrots. It's not going to work, guys. Here's a quote from her. I don't even know why I'm platforming her on this podcast. I shouldn't. She doesn't deserve to be spread, her, her, her terrible self-proclaimed holistic ideas. Anyway, she says, quote, you may have been told that you need glasses, but that's actually a lie. <laughs> it's trickery. Samantha told her 3,000 Instagram followers that she already healed her own eyesight and is offering to teach others to heal the spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical reasons behind their bad eyesight. In case you're wondering what sort of healing protocols she offers on her Yelp page, it says she incorporates positive psychology, you know which is probably like 
telling you that you're no, you're not blind. It's all in your head. Just think positive. Tell yourself, I'm not blind. I'm not blind. I can see. I can do it. She also incorporates something called uh, psychoneuroendoimmunology. Not sure what that is. Uh, metaphysics, metaphysics are involved along with energetics, nutrition, and alternative natural medicine. These are all the things she uses apparently to rehabilitate eyeballs. I'm suspicious. She has attracted her share of doubters and critics. No way, really? This anti-glasses influencer has attracted doubters and critics? Deservedly so. These people should be shamed in the public sphere. So that they'll, I don't know, shut up. <laughs> That's what you wish would happen. Uh, some popular TikToker named Mallory, who uses TikTok to debunk disinformation and conspiracy theories, attended this woman's masterclass and recorded the video. And then she made her own video, kind of summing it all up. This is helpful. She said basically it's a testimonial uh, claiming that you can strengthen your eyes using essential oils. So that was... <laughs> That's pretty helpful. Finally, a TikToker actually contributing to the culture. I would love to see more disinformation and conspiracy theories debunked by popular social media people. It always seems like the popular social media people are spreading this nonsense, not debunking it. We need more of the debunking. You know what I mean? People need help because they're not very bright and they'll fall for this. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, someone's going to rub rosemary oil on their eyeballs because this woman told them it would work. You know, we, we shouldn't have that. Now we have a quote from an optometrist. This is a scientific perspective on what's going on. This person says, it's very crucial for individuals to evaluate the information they encounter and rely on reputable sources for accurate scientific information. Yes, I agree, but it's easier said than done because people can be convincing and, you know, people set up very convincing websites and social media platforms that make them look very credible and oftentimes they're very charming online. It's just, that's a barrier to being skeptical. In response to all the backlash this woman, this anti-glasses influencer has received, she said, I know who I am and what my intentions are. Thus the comments and the media frenzy isn't phasing me at all. Of course, it's never going to phase them because they're sociopaths. I mean, you can't, you can't shame a sociopath. You know, you cannot. Now, the only thing that's going to teach this individual a lesson is if someone takes her master class, rubs mayonnaise on their eyelids to fix their astigmatism, <laughs> and then files a lawsuit, and then maybe that'll shut her up. Maybe. But even then, not it's not guaranteed, man. These people are ruthless. Hello, my friends and listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. Thanks for spending a little time with me this afternoon, evening, morning. I don't know when it is, but you're doing it. I have a, a reason to give some thanks and praise because of a nice five-star review that I got on Amazon from someone named Beth. The title is Good Luck With Your Life, Man. Beth wrote, this is one of the best newscasts that I listen to every day. I've been listening for years. I can tell you that this made my day every day, five days a week. Where else do you listen to news from a comedian in the closet? Jonesy is both informative and funny, and you can't get this anywhere else. I recommend this for anyone and everyone to listen to. I love Weird AF News. Good luck with your life, man. Good luck with your life, man, Beth. Big shout out to Beth. Doesn't say where she's from, except for that it's the United States. So I appreciate the five stars, Beth. As you know, I get... 
quite a few one-star reviews, so you're you're doing good by skewing that data. You know, I'm probably averaging three stars, and it's thanks to thanks to people like Beth for coming through with a nice five-star review. And good luck with your life, Beth. Appreciate that. You guys can leave me a review on Amazon or Apple Podcasts, or you can give it five stars on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, super easy. Just click on five stars. You don't have to write anything. Just go boom, five stars. Takes a second. Appreciate that greatly. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, please consider joining the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or download the Patreon app on your phone and do a search for Weird AF News. Or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. I just put uh, several videos in there this morning of stuff that I came across and even a video that I made personally. So I'm always putting extra content in the Patreon. That's what you get, extra weird stuff from Jonesy. If you join the Patreon, appreciate the support. And we'll see you tomorrow. Much love, much love. Good luck with your life, man.